well, I don't know where to begin. It's just, just all happening, is all I can say. Just before we go on holiday, of course, naturally. Um, I'm in a sort of speechless state, as you can see here, probably here, so I'll uh, do my best to get through this. That's the second squealy car that's gone past. Welcome to a very stressful episode 69 of Mr. Bert Pods. Well, suddenly there's absolutely thousands of cars going backwards and forwards, and I can't see them properly because the scaffolding being away. Anyway, uh, I don't know where to start. Where do I start? Do I start with a leaking boiler? Do I start with the fact I was sent the wrong toothbrush? Do I start with the fact that uh, our electric car didn't turn up and no one told us it wasn't turning up? Do I start with the fact that the drains are blocked? Uh, I'm talking about the outside drains, not the inside drains. And uh, do I start with the fact that we're going away on Saturday? So it's just been a delight. Uh, where do we go? Let's go from, let's say, Friday. Friday, we were originally having our electric car delivered in the morning. They then changed it. I couldn't work out how they were going to get it to us by 12 o'clock anyway, whatever it was. Uh, they changed it in the afternoon and it was going to arrive between 1 and 5 p.m. Friday. Lovely, fine. And uh, I wasn't in charge of this, but there, there is a little app on the website that allows you to see where your car is so i think it's all a bit big brothery i think we will be watched when we've got the car but basically we could see the car being delivered the car was going very very slowly down the country and just eventually seemed to give up around i can't remember where it was lincoln or northampton or somewhere it just seemed to give up completely uh we'd gone way past five o'clock uh, it was towards getting on towards seven i think so a phone call was made, not by me. Uh, we'd heard nothing. I mean, there was just no phone call or email or anything to say there was a problem, uh, which we were beginning to work out there was a problem and that it wasn't going to arrive. Really annoying because obviously uh, it's that thing of you stay in waiting for something. And this is a car. It's not a box from a shop that your neighbor can look after. So, um, and also if we'd been going out that evening or or going on holiday the next day or something we wouldn't have had a car which would have been a marvelous uh, start and um, so a phone call was made uh, quite a firm complaining phone call firm but polite uh, and a demand that we got a phone call back because the poor man who was on the other end of the phone who was very nice and obviously it wasn't his fault he didn't have any information as to why the car hadn't got to us although he said we should have been told if there was a problem and uh, it was the end of his shift i mean it's friday afternoon what can you do you know it's just like the worst time of the week to be ringing people up and complaining about things he was just about to go off shift um so uh displeasure was made clear the fact that we'd been messed around we didn't know where the car was no one had told us anything uh, we wanted a phone call from management ASAP and the car to be delivered, if not on the Saturday, then Monday as soon as possible. Heard nothing over the weekend. And apparently the company's been fine. They've been absolutely lovely up until this point. So we weren't, it wasn't like um, th this was a litany of disaster going on. It was the first thing that had caused a problem. Quite a big one being the fact our car hadn't turned up. Uh, so then... 
it did turn up this morning, Monday morning. We had no phone call, no emails, nothing over the weekend. Still haven't heard from anything from them. Uh, an email was sent confirming everything that had been sent in the phone call. Because I always think, you know, have your phone call, but uh, you've got no proof of anything being said, so always send an email. Um, we've heard nothing, we've had no phone calls. It turned up this morning, very nice manner. It's a little bit complicated because there's the the company who are called on to, they're the ones that run it, and then there's Renault who make the cars and they deliver. Uh, so the man that turned up was from basically from Renault. Um, and what had happened was he had collected the car from somewhere, I can't remember where, but what had happened was the, the, the delivery, I think it was fresh out, it's a brand new car, fresh from the factory sort of thing. The deliver, the man bringing it to him from the factory had got stuck in traffic on the motorway, it was an accident or something, and basically couldn't get to him in time. Uh, and that's why it didn't reach us, which is all absolutely fine. And I have no problem with that. And, and things go wrong, and that's fine. What I do have a massive problem with is nobody told us this. So we and, and officially, we've still not been told. All we've heard was from this Renault man. So anyway, we've got the car. It's a Zoe Renault, obviously. Um, it's electric, obviously. Uh, it's very nice. And he's talked us through it. And we've got a little spin in it. And it's all marvellous and lovely. So that's all fine. Um so at the moment another email is being written rather than a phone call uh basically saying well we've got the car but no you know i said don't focus on the fact we've got the car i said focus on the fact that we should have had the car on friday we paid for it and everything um and also uh watching it on the app as it was sort of wiggling its way down from manchester which is where it was coming um it was obviously using up uh, electricity and, and mileage and we get a limit I mean it's a good limited mileage I think it's a thousand or two thousand miles or something but basically it's saying now that we've driven it for x hundred miles or, or something um, so our mileage quotient has gone down which of course is complete rubbish because we haven't had the thing to have been driving it so that's another point uh, so I said look focus on the fact that you know it's a non-communication and it's not good enough like, you know things go wrong da -da 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 -da. But, you know, people need to be told whether, you know, whether they just forgot to tell us or A told B to do it and then B didn't for some reason. Who knows? I've no idea what went wrong. So all that's deadly boring. But we've got a car and hopefully we will get some sort of compensation. I mean, I think we should get some money back on it or at least have the delivery charge refunded at the very least. Um, then I will ordered uh, this is actually the main problem of everything that's gone wrong at the moment the main problem is i ordered a toothbrush uh, from boots uh, and i went to collect it at our local boots yesterday and opened it and they've sent me that and that's three o'clock uh, they've sent me the wrong toothbrush electric that's what i'm talking about uh, so that's all extremely irritating so i'm complaining to boots about the fact they can't send out the right thing on top of that uh, the boiler's leaking um and our lovely plumber it unfortunately lives in hove on the near brighton so he comes up to london um to do stuff he came up to do something not that long ago actually we saw him uh anyway uh he's having a bit of a hard time for reasons i can't go into at the moment which we know about so he saw i contacted him a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> and then suddenly realised money hadn't got back to us with a date for coming and we're going away on Saturday and obviously we can't have a dripping 
boiler. The boiler is about 500 years old and is still working brilliantly, uh, unlike new boilers, which all tend to conk out from what I can gather after about two or three years. This is about, I think it's about 20 years old, our boiler. Um, in fact, I don't think they even make parts for it anymore. So, um, yes, I had to contact him. So he's going to be coming up sometime this week, uh, which isn't a major stress, but it's just another thing. And then on top of that, uh, literally about 20 minutes ago, on, we're having the house repainted. Did I did I mention we're having the house repainted? Um, so we've got scaffolding up, uh, all over, obviously all over the front of the house. Uh, literally 20 minutes ago, our neighbour called up to say that the outside, they're in effect in her garden, um, the drain covers, uh, that her water wasn't going down in the house and she's looked under the drain cover and all the drains backed up. And I don't know why it's backed up. It seems quite odd because I think the neighbour next to us is also, well, I don't know, I'm going into fantasy land here, but it, I think someone said there seems to be backed up as well, which... If I'm going to awfulize the whole situation, which I'm very good at doing, is I'm wondering if it's the builders on the corner, whether they've put something in the... Oh, I don't... Who knows? I can't... I'm not, not I'm going to go that, that far. So, well, neighbours run the insurance and are waiting for that to be dealt with. So, of course, this is all fabulous just the week before you go away. Uh, really cheering us all up. Um, and, of course, the irony now is because I'm going to be going away you're going to have a two-week break and you won't know what's going on for at least three weeks, how it all resolves itself. But, um, yeah, it's really exciting. I'm surprisingly calm about all things. Well, there's nothing to do, is there? I mean, at least the boiler is working. It's just a drip and at least the drains haven't exploded sewage everywhere, which has happened in the past. Um, so that's all... Oh, was a lovely dog going past. So that's all marvellous. Um, on top of that, we've got global warming. Um, we've got the coronavirus uh, now going through. People that have been double jabbed and they're still catching and getting ill. And we've got uh, Afghanistan. So um, life's just a complete disaster at the moment as far as I can work out. Uh, I don't want to dwell on it too much because I actually find it really, really depressing. So, uh, what else have I been up to? I hear you cry. I don't know, really. I think I've been... Uh, I'm so, so wound up about all this going on. We've got a lovely green front door. It's really nice. Um, it's very bright. It's not lime green. It's called Green Gauge. It's that very nice, bright, fresh green, not lime green. Uh, and the house is, uh, is such a light grey that it almost looks white. So, let's just draw a veil over that one. Um... Now, my tomato plants, that's big news. I've got tomatoes. I've got two tomatoes on one plant, uh, and there are flowers on the other plant. Uh, now, what am I going to do with the tomato plants? I hear you cry when I go away. Well, they're going to get dumped on uh, the hippie family, prop, quite probably, um, along with the indoor plants. Uh, they can look after those. I didn't mean that in such a they can look after that, those weights. It's, an, it's a reciprocal uh, arrangement because uh, I am looking after an air plant. Does anyone know about air plants? Uh, Hippie Family's son has a an air plant uh, which I am looking after and air plants grow 
uh, without soil, which I didn't know. It's absolutely fascinating. They grow on trees, but they don't take anything from the tree. They take nutrients out of the air. Uh, and so the little, it's only small, the little air plant he's given me to look after is basically on top of a jar. Uh, it's like a mini, looks like a mini sort of spider plant, really. It's that sort of shape. Uh, and there's some little stones, gravelly things at the bottom of the jar, which might be uh, something to do with giving it nutrients. I don't know. But uh, basically, once a week, you have to immerse it in water, the whole plant in water. It's only about, it's about an inch and a half across something. It's not very big. You uh, immerse it in water for 20 minutes, dry it off for an hour, and that's it. So it gets a good, basically, a really good soaking. Uh, once a week and I'm very fond of it now and I think once it goes I might possibly have to buy myself an air plant but I think it's fascinating that it'll grow in soil um yeah so stupidly I went and bought another plant just before we go away why did I go and buy another plant I've got an enormous begonia thing which we've got nowhere to put it the uh, I bought two plants for the bathroom uh, a fern which has now practically covered the whole toilet uh, and a big um, spider plant and then we've only got small windowsills and I've bought these great big plants uh, I've now got a huge great begonia which I'm going to have to give to the happy family I don't know why I bought it just before going away what was going through in my head I'm so sorry because I know you're listening to this you're going to have another plant to look after um, so yes uh, that's all that and then um, I don't know anything else I haven't been out as much, or have I been out? I have a feeling I went somewhere. I think I went out for... No, we went out for the meal last Sunday, didn't you hear about that? No, I haven't done anything this week, uh, so that's all a bit dull. Um, and I really, really... Oh, I finished writing my third draft play, but I've got to... Um, so many cars going back and forth. Uh, I've got to... Uh, go through it again with a fine-tooth comb and really sort of sort it out and then I've got um, I've got a deadline for now my short story collection I still haven't heard but it's due out next month either this month or next month uh, but he's now put the call out for the next anthology so there's like three theme titles that uh, you base your story or your poem around um, so I need to crack on with that because I've only got two more I've got less than two months to write that now and then I've got to do all my play reading for my course, which is at the end of September. Uh, it's fine, I'll get it done, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, I can't sit around twiddling my thumbs. got lots of things to do. Uh, the Nothing to see here. Anyone who listened to that disaster, well, of course, Darren managed to uh, come back from Gateshead and then have about two days to sort himself out before going on holiday. So, of course, he didn't manage to organise getting together. Jesse's top tips and the sex factor and all that. So uh, we had to do a, a bit of a panic cover holding episode. After the panic cover holding episode, I did the week two weeks before. Uh, so that's that. We'll be back to normal, all being well, on September the 12th. I shall be back here on September the 5th, 6th, all being well. We're back on holiday from holiday on the 4th. On, I should be back here on September the 6th. I do know one of the regular listeners uh, has got uh, the, her legs around the back of her neck somewhere in Greece because I've had pictures of her yurt. She's on a yoga retreat. 
Uh, oh, the, I mean, this is the trouble you see with builders because they're not builders, they're painters. Uh, I had to go out and say to one of them because they're really nice, I'm really sorry, but I'm doing a yoga class this morning. Uh, I don't think you're going to want to watch me doing it. So if I whip the curtains closed in your face, that's why. I always find it really rude closing the curtains uh, when they're working. Um, he did toss, go past a couple of times, but I don't think he watched what I was doing in any great detail. There was one move where I, um, to this day, I still don't know what I was supposed to be doing, but I ended up in a big heap on the floor. I'm getting better with my breathing. My breathing's much more steadier, and so I'm a lot calmer with my yoga now. Uh, and then I went for a run, uh, which is fine. And nothing to mention there. Uh, and, oh, yes, and then I came back, and, oh, I know, when the car came, uh, the big, oh, it's just epic now, this building extension at the end of the road. It's such a small house. It's a really tiny semi-detached house. And basically there's a big extension to the roof, which is finished. And then there's going to be a big ground floor extension, which seems to be wrapping around the whole building. Why the person that owns it hasn't just moved into a bigger house is a bit of a mystery. But anyway, um, as we were looking at our newly delivered electric car this morning, this little man uh, walked past with his sandwiches <laughs> and started chatting to the builders. Uh, he was Irish, uh, probably in his late 60s, early 70s, and obviously just settled down for a chat, uh, munching his sandwiches and asking them all about what they were doing. Uh, I got the giggles about the whole thing and then she couldn't listen to what probably what he was saying, but it was very amusing. And then another, once he'd gone, another car came past very slowly, looking out the window at it. Um, I don't know what that was about. And then they parked further down the road for a bit and then moved off. And then another man came and just stood and looked, uh, turned around and went back to his house again, which was over the other side of the other road. I don't I mean, I know, I know him by sight, but he'd obviously just come out specifically to look and then go home again. I don't think, oh, actually his house faces, sort of faces the ex where the extension is going to be. So maybe he's just keeping an eye on things. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, my leg, uh, that as a drama, is about the only good news I've got this week. Um, I was running this morning thinking, it's not, I can't feel it, actually. It's the first day I've actually had no pain in it. And the pain's just been going down gradually. Uh, it's been an ache, really. Uh, so that's all marvellous. So all I need to do today is uh, do a bend or a twist and put it back out again. And uh, that will just make, that will be the icing on the cake. Um, what else? I went to see Carousel. Did I, did we, did I mention Carousel? When did I go and see Carousel? Oh, now I went to see Carousel on Tuesday. Did you go to Carousel on Tuesday? Um, I can't remember. Yeah, I went to Carousel on Tuesday. Yes, you haven't heard about Carousel. That was nice. That was in the Regent's Park and Open Air Theatre and it didn't rain, which is all marvellous. Um, it was quite a gritty, uh, production. For those of you who know Carousel, it is basically about a man who hits his wife and uh, then dies and is taken up to a sort of strange heaven and sees his daughter, who his wife is pregnant with when he dies, grow up and start making his own, the same mistakes. It's very, um, very sad. The film's very, very sad. They took away uh, a bit of sentimentality and made it very gritty. So it was obviously set up north. It had a brass band and um, there was no pretext that he was anything other than uh, 
violent towards his wife. Um, and at the end of the musical, the original musical, he, he is redeemed a little bit, but there was no redemption for him at the end of this. But in fairness, it worked very, very well. And it was lovely to see uh, people singing and dancing together on a stage. Was I got very tearful. Uh, and that was all lovely. And of course, the score is amazing. It's just beautiful songs. Uh, you'll never walk alone. In fact, the woman behind me broke down during that. You'll never walk alone. Because I know obviously a lot of people are very emotional about that song. And even with the coronavirus and all everything going on, I think it's a, it sort of had an extra, um, an extra layer to it, the, the uh, emotions of that song. So, um, yeah, that was fantastic. And we saw two regular listeners of uh, Mr. Bet Pods. We all went together, so that was very nice. And sat and had a meal beforehand. Um, and what did we have for our meal? I can't remember. Oh, we had burgers. Burgers followed by ice cream. Uh, and that was all very lovely. So a big shout out to those two. They like being mentioned. So um, I'm drawing to a close now. Um, I'm going to leave you all hanging uh hanging well hopefully everybody's gone on holiday and no one's listening to this and then there won't be this terrible anticipation between this one and the next one as to what's happening to my toothbrush boiler drains uh car um it is a bit of a litany isn't it anyway at least we've got the car um and i can see it from here so that's right it's a nice car it's exciting. And we've got a lovely green door. Let's be positive. I'm going to end on a positive note. We've got a lovely green door. Uh, what could be better in times like these? So I will be back. Uh, I'll be away for two Mondays. I'll be back on the 6th of September. In the meantime, uh, I'm sure you'll all survive. Uh, have a lovely, I have no idea what the weather's going to be like. Could be anything. Have a lovely whatever you're doing for the rest of August. Uh, and as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>